Hey, Woken Free Nation, Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling. Start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, or even one of your favorite celebrities. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Woken Free, is there too. Now, let's get into the episode. Hi, it's Natasha and Khalil, and we are the co-hosts of Woken Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 288th episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we are discussing artificial intelligence, and why it's revolutionizing the world. So a lot to dive in. Before we go there, a couple of things to go through. First, have you gone to WokenFree.com not only to listen to this episode, but to also download it through the Podbean app? If you haven't, please do so. With the app, you can put in your comments and you can share share with us how you feel about artificial intelligence. We're big fans, but curious to see where you stand on on the matter. Now, if you listen to podcasts on a device where you can't put another app on it, that's like a couple of tears are shed. But good news is you can still go to WokenFree.com, go on the Listen tab, and then pick your platform of choice where you're going to follow and subscribe to our show. So we're on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, Google Play. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, It's a Woken Free World, where podcasts are mostly listened to. You'll find us. And also on WokenFree.com, please click to subscribe to follow the show through the Podbean app. And on social, you can always follow along our conversations and our content that's quite engaging on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at Woken Free. And if you have 90 seconds, which is more of a statement, less of a question, we'd love a review. How is this show feeding into your life? What do you like most about it? What are you excited about for next week? So where do you do that at? Go to WokenFree.com, go on the Listen tab, and then pick your platform of choice where you want to review the show. Thank you in advance for those five-star reviews. Kicking it to you, Kalil. Thank you. I'll take it from here. Before we start the conversation, I'd like to share a little bit about ourselves. This week, we're asking, do you prefer to shower in the morning or at night? Mm, Those are cool questions because there's like a benefit for both, actually. But I would say my overall preference would be the morning because as folks, if you listen to the show or even follow me on my platform, dressingroommate.com, I am an early riser, and so when I shower in the morning, I feel like it really sets the tone for, like, freshness, renewal, and also just, like, then I can, like, spray on my pretty perfume and rub on my body oils, and it just, I don't know, it puts me in a good mood in the morning. How about you? Yeah, I actually prefer the morning, but I end up doing mostly uh, night showers just because it's easier with the baby and stuff, watching him, so Mm -hmm. I do prefer the morning shower because... For me, you can just get like completely ready and then just go about your day. Mm-hmm. So at night, it's like I don't put on deodorant to go to bed. True, but true. In the morning, you, you can do a full morning routine and then just mm-hmm. go on with my day. So I I also prefer the morning showers. 
Yeah. I think they revolutionized the world, actually. <laughs> Hardly. <You know? laughs> but maybe, maybe the showers aren't doing it, but mm-hmm. why is artificial intelligence revolutionizing the world? Ah, that's the sloppy transition. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> so, as shared on Brookings, B-R-O-O-K-I-N-G-S dot E-D-U, E-D-U, uh, you, they shared the following, which I thought was like really just a cool summary of kind of what are we talking about when we're talking about AI. AI is a technology that's transforming every walk of life. It's a wide ranging tool that enables people to rethink how we integrate information, analyze data, and then use resulting insights to improve decision making. On the site, they go on to say, our hope through this comprehensive overview is to explain why AI is an audience to policymakers, opinion leaders, and interested observers and demonstrate how AI is already altering the world and raising important questions for society, the economy, and governance. And then on builtin.com, I found uh, this statement that I thought was really meaningful. So they say, there are several industries that are impacted by AI, and they include the following, transportation, manufacturing, healthcare, education, media, customer service, and to be honest, I would say that that's just probably the tip of the iceberg and there are even more industry industries that could be included here. But if you think just even within these spaces, there are specific staples that run uh, the kind of how we orient and how we get on and how we make money and how we travel. And these are the spaces that uh, are critical for us to be able to, to have a society. And so by default, if AI is impacting those industries that I mentioned, again, transportation, manufacturing, healthcare, education, media, and customer service, then you tell me how it's not revolutionizing the world. It seems like finance would be on there too, mm. I would think, because uh, the is, analyzation of the data and yeah, then but the even just, estimation forecasting, yeah. Yeah, like in terms of um, money and stuff, I think that mm-hmm. it is being used in programs to mm-hmm. help with processing data and stuff. So there you go. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I mean, yeah, like it's you said, it's not holistic. I think that's it's the tip of the iceberg. Tip of the iceberg There's there. definitely some more stuff going on. But mm-hmm. what we also have to mention, though, just I know we've talked about AI before, mm-hmm. but just to go over what AI actually is, because yes. it's not. Terminator, right? Where this is just <laughs> a world. program yeah. making its own decisions and taking out the human race, but it's a little bit different. So let's identify what type of AIs exist today. Mm. According to Tech Target, there's four types there's reactive AI, limited memory machines, theory of mind, self aware AI. Mm. But the self aware AI is the one that you see in the sci fi movies, really. That's, uh, that's, that's the, the AI that people, yeah, that's the one that people. <laughs> come to think of whenever mm. they hear when you originally heard that word but yeah nowadays it's a little bit different they said there's also some other terms used to describe ai narrow ai or weak ai and mm. that's the type of ai that exists today it's called narrow because it's trained to perform a single or a narrow task often mm. far faster and better than humans can and then weak refers to the fact that the ai doesn't possess human level like general intelligence. Mm. And examples of narrow AI include chatbots, autonomous vehicles, Siri, and Alexa recommendation engines. So those are, you know, the AIs that exist today. Mm -hmm. And there's another term that comes up is artificial artificial general intelligence, Mm. AGI, sometimes referred to as strong AI. AGI is a type of, as of yet, unrealized, multifaceted machine intelligence that can learn and understand as well as a human can. Mm Mm-hmm. And another term that's thrown around is artificial superintelligence. 
This refers to AI that is self-aware, like I was talking about previously, with uh-huh. cognitive abilities that surpass that of humans. So that's that's your Terminator-style uh, AI. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. And that's really a good grounding, I think, for everyone listening, self-included, to just understand what are the different types. Because when we say it, it's not nothing in life is one monolith, right? One way of anything. So yeah. cool to see the differentiations. Just out of curiosity, uh, before moving to the next uh, segment here, is do you have any preference just as as you are, you know, a consultant and in the tech space and all that, like, is there any one that you prefer out of the ones you mentioned? To prefer? I mean, I prefer the one that doesn't exist, the self-aware one. Okay, the The more advanced one. Yeah, the one that could actually make a difference. Well, in your current life, which one is most impactful in your life then, personally or professionally? Which, I guess, this is the current day AI is impactful because it's it's pretty practical, like having the, The, not not the chatbots, but, you know, the voice assistants. I like having those. Those are the ones that it's time. like having a digital assistant. They're not up to the level of a full-on assistant, like but realist, they make yeah. some stuff easier to, you know, than if you didn't have them. So mm-hmm. I agree. I'm a, for today, those kind of stuff, the uses today are pretty good. Okay. You know? And are there any concerns or best practices that should be used with artificial intelligence? So on that brookings.edu site, they mentioned that there are nine steps that we should consider uh, consider to be really able to maximize AI benefits. So they go on to say, encourage greater data access for researchers without compromising users' personal privacy, which I thought was really important <laughs> uh, because privacy concerns is an yeah, ongoing big tough. issue. Uh, invest more government funding in unclassified AI research. Interesting. Uh, unclassified. Mm-hmm. Promote new models yeah. of digital education and AI workforce development so employees have the skills needed in the 21st century economy. I thought that was super helpful, especially with our recent episode uh, around livable wages and just kind of how do we get people to be able to make more money and also within the grand scheme of how we're moving and, and technologically as a society. Creating a federal AI advisory committee to make wow. policy recommendations. I thought that was really interesting. Where that could be helpful or could That'd just be, be more waste of time. Now, but I mean, the issue now is the politicians don't understand the technology. So maybe so, having some type of governance committee there could have be helpful. Somebody yeah. who's actually a part of the government okay. that are experts on in, in the industry. Gotcha. They say they recommended engaging with state and local officials so that they enact effective policies, regulate broad AI principles rather than specific algorithms. Fascinating. Take bias complaints seriously so AI does not replicate historic injustice, unfairness, or discrimination in data or algorithms. Really love that one, especially as a content creator. I definitely do not feel the, as much love <laughs> as a black content so, yeah, creator on that's the on trouble with the AI of social, today. It's, yeah, it's not self-aware, platforms. so it's mm-hmm. it's really truly based on the inputs that you give it. Mm-hmm. If you feed mm-hmm. it a bunch of bad data, it's going to give you a bunch Out, of bad so data. So input-to-output connection. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And then maintaining mechanisms for human oversight and control, which... You know, listen, we have human oversight and, and control in the world is still, you know, quite <laughs> challenging for some. And, I don't know if that's Yeah, necessary. so I don't know if that's really that. going to lend for better AI or output, but, you know, it's a recommendation. Because, yeah, that's just, that's the part where that that's, mm-hmm. everything goes wrong, right? Somebody mm-hmm. can be in there and have malicious intent. So exactly. That's how you get exactly. to the bad And then spot. the last recommendation would be to penalize malicious AI behavior and promote cybersecurity. So oh. I feel like these are really broad Interesting. buckets that could be considered, but I think the overall recommendation that we should think about is how is AI going to overall 
equally and equitably help our society across nations, across the the despair of people, despair of people, and and also like are more certain people in certain communities and certain affluent societies are going to benefit more. Or are we? How are we being equitable with our approach to tech, technological advancement? Yeah, you know, I think that's a big, 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 big concern. Yeah, it should be with the type of AI that we're using mm-hmm. right now, the narrow one, because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can go. It, it can go really bad. It has. It, there's been some bad outcomes. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I think we mentioned it on another episode where mm-hmm. they were using AI to set like uh, minimum sentencing, and it mm. would it would always take the people of color and give them the longest sentencing because that's what was done in the past, exactly. and that's so what was shown to it. So it said, so "Oh, you always do replicated that." Replicated so, historic discrimination yeah, and instead of actually behavior, just being. Yeah. Like, you know, reasonable. It mm-hmm. just it did exactly what did in the yeah. past. It said, let's not. Could we not? Harm let's not give people equal of color justice. and marginalized folks yeah. in the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's just funny to me. That AI, you know, breaking a few rules of the road to me is one thing, but it shouldn't mm. break things like, like absolute laws, like labor laws, because I can imagine that if you, I mean, again, AI could be used wrongly to, you know, help these companies save money and, try to i guess avert the law so uh, those are kind of problems that can um happen Mm -hmm. with uh, the current day ai but ai of the future i think will be very helpful because it'll it will just treat everything everybody as equal and not say oh this person is gonna get this benefit just because they're you know they make this amount of money Mm -hmm. so that's the thing with ai And good point. And then you t- we talked about preferences. So now I would love to know, like, what do you appreciate the most about AI technology? And you can totally sh- throw out names if if there are names or programs that you or platforms oh, really? that you like the most. Oh, okay. Or appreciate the most. All right. Well, I like like we were saying previously. You asked me. I like the mm-hmm. voice assistants. So I mm-hmm. like them both. I like the G and the A. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the we don't want to trigger anyone listening near their uh, technology. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. <laughs> trigger that. So, but the Echo devices and the Google Nest devices—they mm-hmm. have the voice assistant built in, but mm-hmm. also even on the phone, it has the voice yes. built in. So, yep, and I'll the ask cars. It a question. Yep. The cars have it, but I'm I'm thinking about like hands-free voice assistant. Ah, okay. Where cool. it's I know it's a scary thing. They're always listening, but I mean, sure. NSA is on your life, so you just gotta accept it. Call it if you, I mean, you cannot status, accept yeah. it, but you're going to have to live on a remote desert island or something That's because fat. it's, you know, I, I prefer the, like, I, I prefer what you get out of it mm-hmm. over the privacy because, I, I mean, I could have all the privacy and then I can struggle doing yeah. simple tasks too, so I, I rather not. I, don't, okay. I need ways to make my life easier, but I also like the so the Tesla's driving assistant, mm-hmm. it's not technically self-driving, but the way that it, the, the things that it can do, it's, it's close to there. It's just not, you, you shouldn't technically call it that. It's really just a driving assistant, mm-hmm. but it's much above any other assistant that's on the road. So I do like their autopilot and their, they call it self-driving mm-hmm. system. I like using that. And AI for web searching is good too, because mm-hmm. it can it could also narrowly focus on like a topic that you you're researching. Absolutely. And I'm a part of the beta that Microsoft is using for their uh, AI powered chat, so okay. I'm getting a good taste of that. And it's kind of cool because it's it's almost like if you ask somebody a question and 
you know, they, they came and they'll give you all this extra information that you probably would have asked later. It's, uh-huh. it's actually even better than just a simple search where you got to search each term and then you got to maybe search more. Mm. The chat will actually just kind of predictably say, Oh, you want to learn more about this? Okay. This, the, here's information on that. It's actually really good. And I think they're adding like sourcing to it. So Ooh. it would have been really good for in college or Hells, yeah. for, you know, doing a, a research mm-hmm. paper and oh, having yeah, sources in there. Oh, so wow. I think. Those three areas are, okay. are really good for, for me so Absolutely. far with AI. So, as y'all know, I'm Jamaican with a thousand jobs. I've had a, a minimum of three jobs since I was 14, and it, nothing has changed. It's only gotten actually more compounded. And compounded, okay. <laughs> meaning, I don't know, I might have like nine jobs right now or something like that. But uh, as a content creator of one of my hats that I wear, I really have loved the opportunity to create more adaptive, attractive content through uh, AI. So some tools that we like and, and you all should check out listening. Copy.ai. We did a whole episode on it. So you can't be like, well, what is that? Mm, go to WokenFree.com. Look up Copy.ai. You can learn what we why this tool is amazing and total game changer. ChatGPT. Uh, there's some people that are so on the ChatGPT thing. I like it. I've been playing around with it. Uh, there's also a website and we'll include all links. If you're new to Woken Free, we'll include all the links in the episode episode notes so that you can see it, but bbomb.com backslash best uh, chat GPT alternatives. It's like a whole <laughs> thing. I'm trying to website. read it, but it's like hard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just like it. click on the link, y'all. bbomb.com yeah. <laughs> has like and in addition to chat GBT, other alternatives that you can check out. Also, big fan of Canva. Uh, shout out to Canva and everything they do. They have an AI functionality that is really cool where you can generate images. So if you're looking to make children's book, coloring books, like any type of, any type of product that you are looking to make for your business, for schools, like, any type of business is super, super helpful. So outside of that, I would say for me, I li- because I live in the comm space communications a lot personally and even impacted in my work life, big, 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 big fan of uh, AI technology that is uh, really revolutionizing communications and how you approach it and how you develop it and how you also help your audience like find the resources that they're looking for you to help your audience and your and the folks that follow you and support you get what they want yeah the ai is helping out media and content creation Mm -hmm. that's yeah love it so in love it's baking its way into every industry really right absolutely here we go yo here we go yo so it is scenario time scenario one sally wanted to get the highest score ever on minesweeper a classic pc game from the 90s unfortunately an ai system was able to complete the game in less than one second Will Sally's dream ever come true? Ooh. I feel like you're asking me to, like, think like you, like a technical like person. <laughs> Why do you have to think like me? Because, uh, like, the probability of that. I mean, I think that based on what how I would interpret this scenario, I would say if an AI system is able to do something in less than one second, the reality of a human being able to compete with that is, like, zero, I believe. <laughs> so I'm going to say um, no, thank you, and goodbye okay. is my answer. <laughs> so you're, on the surface, uh-huh. you're exactly right. Oh, cool. Okay, but then un- not on the surface but I'm if we, wrong. well but if we go deeper okay sally yes the sally in this this human version that we are now but what if sally is able to oh. enter a metaverse of some sort and use her mind to play the game oh so go that way i thought you were <laughs> going to say well what if sally 
is AI. <laughs> I just gonna oh, it's like that'd be a funny one. That's right? a trick like, question. Dream within dream within dream. Like I see. Yeah, technically you could have. Yeah, this you could have gone that way with this yeah, question I was too like, because oh, maybe I never Sally's stated AI. Sally was human. So yeah. that is that's a really funny mm. one. But it wasn't that way. I was thinking oh, Sally's okay. still a human. But okay. what if she tra- traversed the human state and went into the computer? Traverse. Somehow? Yeah. <laughs> nice words. Yeah, if that uh, if there's some there may be a possible way for her to compete. Mm, so good that's point. Something to All think right. about in the future. Cool. That's interesting. Scenario two: Paget doesn't trust the AI neural networks for driving her around. She feels we need a true self-aware system before a driving system can safely replace humans. Do you think she is correct in her assertion? No, I think she should get into uh, a Tesla and really rethink her whole life. Because <laughs> as I have sat in a Tesla uh, and I am, uh, you know, fully on board, absolutely brainwashed, understood that uh, the, the assignment is get a self-driving vehicle and there's no other way to go about it. It's environmentally more friendly. Uh, you are safer because I actually trust that system more than I trust myself. <laughs> and... Uh, anyone who questions that needs to look at the history of life and history of people driving. We have been behind the wheels and we cause accidents every single day. I know, we're so dangerous. The likelihood of That's a so computer funny. being worse than us is foolish. <laughs> And, uh, and, and, and yeah, get your life together. Like, really. Well, you, you know, that's their biggest hurdle for now is mm-hmm. actually the human factor. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest exactly, thing. Exactly. Because we messed they it used up. To, yeah, because we don't follow everything. Yeah, and we're not we're predictable, like, right? I was just <laughs> driving on the highway, and what did I see? People flying by on what's the side of the road where you're not supposed to drive? There's a gravel on the side of the road. Oh, like the, um, the yeah, it's on the right side though. I was in the right lane. Are you on the then, highway? Or? Yeah, I was on the highway on the right of me where you're really not supposed to drive. But oh yeah, you're not supposed to be in that I area. saw like What's literally eight cars driving as fast as they can past me <laughs> on the right of me. But they were having we an emergency, were all, right? Yeah, because there was an emergency and it's like, but see, were they, AI were they getting off that. or what were they trying to they do? They were just trying to, they were trying to be cute and they were trying to like, oh, they bypass just used it as a new else. lane. Yeah, they created a whole new lane and it's like, people, like literally eight people did it and then they were all Packed up, and so there was then, literally so there was four a, or five lanes now, like because it was like everyone. It was just yeah, that's like a breakdown lane. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, not I was like because they were not, they were definitely not law enforcement. They were regular <laughs> oh, little cars. They like, just jumped in there and said, "Let's get around speeding, all this." Like speeding by me. Oh, that's weird that they were driving. <laughs> that was incredible. Quick. But you know, AZ gets down. We did an episode around driving as well. Like yeah, so that. Yeah, but it's like, and so people worry crazy. about AI and messing up. It's like people are the ones doing that. AI car is not going to be like, ooh, let's go drive in a long driving lane and drive at eighty miles per hour. Well, it won't. Yeah, it won't. it's not going to make such <laughs> so many brass decisions. It can now. You Absolutely know, it's it's still not. learning what the roads look like. Mm-hmm. So there's mistakes. It might not identify that cone correctly. You know, Facts. there's certain Facts. things like yeah. that. Or when lane lines get tricky, mm-hmm. it could throw it off. But it's not like it's not the human where it's yeah. saying, you know what? I'm tired of driving here. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to break the law on purpose. It, it doesn't never, do that. It, it doesn't drive emotionally. So that's exactly. the the thing that's, that's better the about human these systems. That yeah. it all up. I, I just I think it's funny that people are scared of these systems, but they're okay with a lot of the people on the road who exactly. cause accidents every day, right? Every single you're day. Just, you're okay accidents. with that, but then these new systems come into play. Like, oh, no. And you're like, oh, that's the end of the we world. We need a more dangerous person behind <laughs> the wheel. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, this is not the end of the world. This There's uh-huh. not even that many of these cars on the road, actually. Uh-huh. So to be afraid of those, I don't... 
Yeah, I don't perplexing, I don't perplexing. But hopefully sense. they listen to this episode and they go and uh, test drive a Tesla and they get their lives together. Yeah. <laughs> Scenario three: Erna is a recent college graduate with a literary background. She wants to publish her first commercial book. Should she use AI to help her create a bestseller? Uh, yes, like yesterday. What are you talking about? Of <laughs> <laughs> all about as a like, person jump who's on it. I'm as a person who's written several books, I would highly recommend. <laughs> <laughs> the utilization of AI technology, specifically shout out to copy.ai and chat GPT. Uh, what I would say is for folks who are concerned about authenticity and also clarity and grammar. Because some people also claim that it, it like plagiarizes actually and you have to watch that. You the do chat have GPT. Yeah, well, yeah. So the, the ch- copy.ai is, you know, that you can read their service terms and stuff like that. But I would say that the value is even if you don't use all of the content, most people struggle. And I, I just wrote a blog post about this on dressermate.com, which is the idea of like, uh, uh, how do you, oh, not dressroom. I, well, it's through it. I actually wrote it on my, my Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> my Microsoft like articles, Microsoft I actually have, yeah, so I, I write up, I write so many articles, so many different places. It's fantastic. So uh, I was writing around uh, the idea of how, like, how do you put yourself together to like write your first book? And a lot of people struggle with just getting started. And these, this AI technology like copy.ai or chat GPT could help you at least get the foundation together, right? Develop the outline, develop the introduction. And if you want to go in and rechange the sentence, Folks, I mean, there's but so many ways to say things. So the idea of like, quote unquote, plagiarism, yes, you shouldn't take someone else's words word for word. However, I, it's really hard to write about something new. Most people have written about something in some way or form. So what you're doing is you're putting your personalized twist on it, your, your perspective, your lens, your background. So why not use this technology to help you write and create the world that you want to create, literally speaking, um, from a literary perspective and get your life together again. Does that take away from the authenticity though of the person itself? No, not as long as you, not as long as you edit and, and make some tweaks to it and and also add your reasoning right you could use copy.ai to like put out like recommended steps but then put in examples like your which are going to be your personal examples the the system can't output that for you so you could have like a list of like you should do these five things and then under each of those things maybe put your personal stories and that's your personalization to it and that's your twist to it and folks won't know the difference so (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one right and use this technology, get your money, honey, and get on with your life. So you you think that it will lead to you, – you think you could use AI to actually have a bestseller. You don't think it will lead to you just I having, think it's been used already and people are playing games. <laughs> <laughs> and I think people should drink their water and mind their business nice. for 2023. So that's what you're, you're putting Drink your water and mind your business. So yeah. let's just see. And pick are up you a okay? book. Are you okay with this claim? If we look at the top 10 bestsellers mm-hmm. on – one of the world's largest booksellers. Times, New York Times bestsellers. No, it's another okay. company that oh. you love. Oh, a yeah. Yes. I mean, you can you Amazon. can say it. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I don't know if you wanted to or not. Mm. 
But if we looked at their top 10 bestsellers, you're saying at least one of them has used AI to write the book? I think 11 or is it, <laughs> Or is it out of the top 1,000 when it's used oh, AI? Oh, no. I think in the top 100, you're, you're going to find oh, you're a, gonna a say strong preponderance okay. of... Because they're chance. literally TikTokers on here saying how they've made six figures in their career or this month or this year, this quarter, and using this technology to book, develop. Yep. They've wrote books using this AI technology. Yes, exactly. So it's happening whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it or not. It's totally happening. It, the, the question here. is, do you want to make money? The question is, do you well, want to Well, it depends what you this? want out of it, right? Because some people want to, they want to put themselves out there as just, this is me, this is yeah. my emotion, this is my, sure. I made it all myself. If you but want your diary people that actually there, yeah. want, they want to actually make a living off of it, right? Correct, yeah. So, so, if you want to be yeah, do you want to be Ernest then, Hemingway or do you I mean, want to be, you know, like, yeah. uh, I don't know, uh, like the, the uh, like, oh gosh, what's the coach that I love him so much? He's, um, Oh, um, yeah. The coach? He's, he coaches people. Snoop Dogg? <laughs> coach, like from the football. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Snoop? What up, Holmes? <laughs> Uh, no, he's tall and white. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and he's really tall. Uh, we watched him do the program with the, uh, oh gosh, why is his name well, escaping me? But you're not talking about the famous. Yeah, the famous not the life coach. coach. Yes. Oh, so Tony Robbins? Thank you. That's oh, why I was him. dying when you <laughs> gave the comparison. I mean, Soup Dog is tall, Snoop. though. He's just not as, like, broad as but he's, him, but yeah, he's a he's little thinner. definitely not Tony Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not a coach like that, yeah. <laughs> I but mean, Snoop, Snoop, Snoop is does. a coach, though, because he does that football He's a different program, type of coach. Yeah, see, I, was, yeah. I thought you were talking like a football coach. Or that's something. incredible. So I, was like, I know Snoop's a coach oh, of that's youth, incredible. youth football. Incredible. So I was thinking that. At least you did say Michael Strahan. I was, oh, I was almost thinking of the Oh, other God, guy, I love huh? his book. I hope he wrote that with copy. <laughs> Well, no, I think he wrote that before Copy AI came out. But a lot of people but, are using ghostwriters, right? Facts. I wonder if ghostwriters exactly. use AI. That's you couldn't even know what they yes, were doing. Yes, absolutely. Right? They probably do because I think that there are freelance uh, copywriters that they write your content for you, but you don't know how they write <laughs> yeah. it. So that's what I'm saying. I think <laughs> that this that system of like that's what's so funny. writing support and development has been around for many, many moons, and people need to get on board. Yeah, and people decide. just didn't realize. Yeah, this people is what's wanna, actually happening now. The veil is uh, you know re- re- revealed, and people are like, oh, "What? You didn't write every single word? Get out my face!" There's just a funny thing. <laughs> Though, like again, you gotta have kind mm-hmm. of limits on this system because I believe it was CNET that mm-hmm. they had a bunch of articles that were they pumped they pumped out and it was all done by AI and they uh-huh. didn't even proofread or any they didn't check so it that's and then some people found it and they yeah. said hey what's going on here guys and they pulled all those articles that was um, pumped out by the AI so they didn't want to pay their writers and then went in this direction <laughs> yeah. kind of thing that, that did it they, I think it was just a test they thought that let's see what happens yeah. and it didn't but work see, out so that's where the recommendation of human oversight could be helpful there right like yeah. you can use AI technology. But yeah, have someone look because absolutely I've used it and it pumps out to me and it says insert book. You can't publish it where it says insert link or, you know, That's copy really funny, AI. Yeah. We've had some oh, yeah, fun searches t- where ninjas are ninjas real. Where it's, yeah, ninjas yeah. on the roof. Like, what? Ninjas are real and they're on the roof. That's not what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? Just, well, that's what you said. No, no, It tells you some interesting scenarios. So, <laughs> having some insight, having some personalization is key, but banning a system or saying that, it, you know, denouncing it just because it's too new or too modern is not effective or a productive way to approach te- technological enhancement and advancements. Yeah, I think people are scared of it replacing them. Really. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, because all the writers, right? Why do you need right? humans when 
because you now need writers to read and like proofread. That's currently, but if we ever upgrade our AI to get something, well, then yeah, then you could totally eliminate the human element. (laughs) But then guess what? All of those writers then become coders, I guess, or (laughs) people that that, um, have to edit the systems or algorithms. Again, there's always there's always a silver lining to something. So well. I mean, yeah, in, the, in this case, but if we ever get to the point of where it AI, never needs humans, yeah. What, what if you get to a point where AI doesn't really need humans? It can make its own robots and physical things. I and, don't know. I mean, we had go and read Divergent, see how it works. And, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that we're way off from that. Yeah, we're but, not there yet. It's not going to happen in our lifetime. So yeah, well, we're yeah, straight. We're, we've got a while before these robots KJ we'll see you know before we have robot overlords that's we're way off of that right this AI is not there it needs oversight it needs help it needs oiling it's okay guys the matrix is not you know it's not falling apart just quite yet so (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll make it through but we are at that time again it's the coming to the end of our 288th episode of Woke and Free Quiet the episode discussing why artificial intelligence is revolutionizing the world. Khalil, what do folks need to do now? Come back next week for the new Woke and Free Wednesday episode. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along with the conversation. And come back next week for the new Woke and Free Wednesday episode. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along with the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woke and Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokeandFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, we are having considerations this year. So if your story is compelling, if you have something you really feel is going to benefit Woken Free Nation, then we want to hear about it. So best way place to reach us is on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. That's W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. On social, again, find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at Woken Free. And all sponsorship and collaboration queries should be directed to our contact us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time.